Hey everyone, welcome to the College Football Rundown. This is Wall. I'm coming at you by myself today. Ditch that deadweight Woj. We actually got a number of fan requests. It's the reason we're doing our mini episodes such as today. But a couple of the requests were, one, you guys wanted to hear us earlier in the week. You didn't want to wait till Friday. You guys wanted to hear us earlier. Makes sense. Hey, we're going to move it up a day. Our episodes are now going to be available Thursday morning. Thursday morning, anytime after 5.30, you'll be able to listen to us. Uh, Come at you with our normal stuff there and our normal podcast. Another thing you guys wanted was a deeper explanation of terms, the theories, the strategies. Go into it a little bit deeper, which is kind of tough when we do our short episodes. We try to keep things short not go into too much detail and stuff so you guys can get on with your day after listening to us. But what we decided to do is come up with some mini episodes, such as today's example. We're gonna we're going to come at you with a specific topic. All the topics are gonna be different. Mainly the topics I'm gonna come coming at you with are sports gambling education, you know, the terms, strategies, bankroll management, many other things too. Might even throw some guests at you on our mini episodes. Today's mini episode, though, we're going to focus on one of the most important things to understand in sports gambling, the juice. Very important to understand the juice because that is what edge you are giving up every time you place a sports bet. It's always important to know your edge. Play blackjack, play a perfect game, you're a little less than 1% edge you're giving up to the casino. Roulette, you're giving up 5.26% generally. Craps could be anywhere from 5 to 17%. This is just the edge you're giving up to the casino. Very similar, exact same thing as the juice in sports gambling. You guys might be saying juice. Well, I never heard that term. Well, maybe you've heard under juice. You've heard vig, vigorish, the take, book's edge, the cut. You know, these are all the same word for juice. Just another way of saying it. In the dictionary, the word you're going to find is vigorish. You know, there's two main definitions for that word. One is an excessive rate of interest on a loan, typically one from an illegal money lender. Eh, you get where it means there, get where it comes in a little bit to sports book gambling. But the second definition hits it to a T. The percentage deducted from a gambler's winnings by the organizers of the game. That's exactly what the juice is, a.k.a. the vig. You might be wondering, vig- vigorish, where, where does that come from? It actually comes from Russian. The word origin is from yigorish, which in Russian means winnings, you know, gains. Kind of makes sense because a while ago, the Russian mob basically ran the sports books along with the Italian mob. But now everything is a lot more easily accessible for us and a lot more on the up and up. But again, that's where the word vig comes from. All the other words derived from that, specifically juice, you'll hear me say a lot. That's the one I prefer. They all mean the same thing. Well, what exactly is it? Let's look at an example here. Wisconsin, Michigan. Let's say they're playing each other, which they happen to be this week as a result of the recording. Wisconsin's giving three, but they're minus 110. Michigan is getting three, but they're also minus 110. The minus 110 part of the wager shows you must wager $110 for every $100 you want to win. Okay. Well, what does this really mean, though, if you think about it? In a pure mathematical sense, what it comes out to with some calculations, which I won't go over to you in this episode, they're a little more deep, but it comes out to a 52.38% implied odds of winning that bet. Doesn't matter what side you take, minus 110 on either side comes out to 52.38% implied odds of winning the bet. Well, 100, minus 110 on both sides, that doesn't make sense, right? You're, you're adding them up in your head. That comes out to 104.76% total. You know, that, that can't happen in a binary event. 
you know, anyone that has basic math skills understands the implied, you know, odds of two events on a binary outcome should add to 100%. For example, you flip a coin, 50% of the time it's heads, 50% of the time it's tails, 100% of the time when you add those together, that makes sense. You know, you're getting the, the two possible outcomes on a binary event, adding them together should equal 100%. Well, it doesn't in this case, and that's what the juice is. This is the casino making sure that they make money. Let's do a specific example. Hey, let's say Woj makes a bet and he loses, which is likely to happen. Kyle makes the bet on the other side and he wins. What's going to happen in that scenario? Woj is going to gain nothing. Let's say he put up $110 before and he receives nothing back because he lost the bet. Kyle, myself, would collect $210. Now, why would I get $210? Because I get the $110 that I put up. You know, I had to put that up to make the bet. And I also collect another $100 for winning that bet. It was at minus 110. I won the bet. I put up $110. So as I mentioned before, I will win $100. This comes to a total of $210. But wait, the casino collected $220 total, but it only paid out $210. Ah, bingo, that's it. That $10 profit going to the casino is the juice. Woj and I made this bet at the same casino. We're the only two people to bet on it. The casino made $10 off of us putting money on both sides. Again, Woj only lost his 110, but I only gained an extra 100 for winning the bet because it was at minus 110. When the lines on both sides are at minus 110, this will always be the case. Just how numbers work. Well, that's not fair. Why didn't they not put the odds at minus 100? Plus 100 would be the same thing. They would not make any money. There'd be no reason for them to run their business. Well, obviously we want them to put out lines. We want them to make, give us the availability to bet and profit on these games. Don't like it, not a problem, don't bet. Why would anyone bet at all if they see this edge? It's a fair question, but the reason is the better believes he has a greater edge than the casino has. Pretty simple. Wishful thinking, Mm, no. People do have edges. You follow us here at The Rundown, go over our episodes from the beginning of the season, you'll see we're up money on what we've done this year. Just you have to have a greater edge than the casino. The odds are not always going to be minus 110 on both sides. You know, the money line specifically can be anything. For example, a Western Michigan-Syracuse game, plus 185, Syracuse minus 220. What's with the plus? Well, the plus is pretty easy to understand. Plus on American odds is even simpler than the minus to understand, to be honest. For every $100 you bet you would win that amount of money. So a team that's plus 185, for every $100 you bet, you're going to win $185. Well, you might be saying, okay, now I got a chance here. That does, they, they, maybe they don't add up. Maybe the probabilities add up to 100%. No, they don't. They're not going to, unless the casino is doing some kind of promotion trying to get you in there. They're never going to add up to 100%. They're always going to be above. For example, in this circumstance, Western Michigan's implied odds are 35.1%. Syracuse's are 68.8%. This adds up to 103.9% total. Again, over our 100% mark, which is what we'd expect on a fair bet. You're never going to get an exact fair true odds bet, though. Let's do one more example. Houston plus 177, Tulane minus 210. Houston plus 177 implies 36.1% chance of winning your bet. Tulane minus 210 implies a 67.7% chance of winning your bet. This totals up to 103.8%. Hey, this is a little less than that 103.9% total. What does this mean? This means that there's a little less of a statistical disadvantage to the better if he places on this Houston game rather than the aforementioned Western Michigan game. 
albeit very small, you make this bet a thousand times, you do 50-50, win it 50% of the time, lose 50% of the time, you're gonna come out a little bit better betting on that 103.8% total versus that 103.9% total. And again, this is something that we're gonna go into a little more in depth in another episode, but implied probabilities of success are a little deep for what we're doing right now. You know, you ask yourself, how does this help me? Why, why are you wasting my time? Well, well, what it should help you do is it should help you realize you, you should be looking for reduced juice games. Sometimes you'll see that. You see a minus 105 on both sides. You know, hey, you, have a, you think you have a statistical advantage picking one of the two sides. You take that game. You know, you're paying half the VIG. You're paying half the juice on a minus 105 versus a minus 110 on both sides game. You know, losing is never the goal, but losing less and winning more is. It's always the goal. You know, toss up between two games. You only have one unit left, which we'll go into what a unit is later episodes also. But you have one unit left. You have a toss-up game. Hey, pick the bet with less juice on your side. You pick that game that has a minus 108, minus 105. Let's say the other game that you're choosing between and the toss-up has a minus 110. You're going to take the more liquid game. You're going to take the game that has less juice you're paying to the book, the minus 108, minus 105, maybe even find an even money, uh, 100 game. Take it over the minus 110 should everything else be, you know, statistically the same. More money in, you po- in your pocket should you win. I mentioned you needed to win 52.38% of the time to break even on episode four. Well, now you should be armed with the knowledge to figure out exactly why. And that's the homework I'll leave you with. Why do you need to win 52.38% of the time to break even in sports gambling? Again, it makes some assumptions. You'll probably figure out those assumptions once you look into it. But thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure to catch us at our new time, Thursday mornings. We're going to come at you live. And be sure to check out our Twitter, our Instagram, all our social media accounts. Figure out when we're coming at you. We're going to be throwing some of these new mini episodes at you. Hope you guys like them. Reach out to us, me, Woj, whoever. Hey, Good luck, and hopefully everybody's making some money.